I'm what everyone is watching tonight. I feel like I was the main event. What if three friends pretended they were professional podcasters talking about the greatest sport none of them have ever competed in? It's like the great Ecuadorian philosopher Chido Vera once said. If you want to kick with a kicker, make sure you're ready for kick. This is my MMA podcast. Hey all you couch warriors out there, welcome back once again to the beautiful and bountiful world of self-promotion, exuberant trash talk, and wild speculation, appreciated truly and best only by armchair pundits, amateur backyard fist fighters, and of course true diehard fans of combat sports known lovingly by its patrons as Mixed Martial Arts. This is episode 49 of the My MMA podcast known round town <laughs> and around the world as the most violent family-friendly podcast on the internet. If you've been following on the internet, if you've been following the show for the last couple of weeks, you will notice that we have strategically beat down every holiday reference we could come up with, possibly giving you the impression that there can't be more. Well, if you truly feel that way, I'm sorry to disappoint you with the following soliloquy of joy and nonsense that you will only find here. The place where Mm. real dreams come true. It's the place known lovingly as The Big Show. The The Big Big Show! Big Show! So if you missed Hanukkah, haven't found enough time to shop for Christmas, or still can't decide on that last-minute Kwanzaa gift you've been agonizing Mm -hmm. over, fear not. Mm -hmm. Because even though they smell like day-old cheese and last year's fruitcake, your crazy Uncle Dana and his annoying cousin, Little Scotty Coker, did decide to bring us a few gifts this holiday season. (laughs) Truth. Adorned with tinsel and a great big bow, Uncle Dana gift-wrapped UFC 256 for us with one of the greatest flyweight battles the sport has ever seen. And some truly special performances by Charles... Oliveira, Kevin Holland, and Cyril Gaon. But in true Bellator fashion, Scott Coker pulled a Lizzo and threw his hair back. (laughs) Checked his hands, feeling pretty good, but oh, it's still Scott Coker. So he picked up an aging and loss-stricken fighter in Yoel Romero in conjunction with a potential ring-rust-laden fan favorite Anthony Rumble Johnson to try to bring some love to the fans and some shine to his promotion. But as is his M.O., he showed up to the party a day late and a dollar short. It may be the holidays, Scott, but you missed the memo on the calendar and brought us Groundhog Day a little too early. Promising that you were Mm. never going to do the freak fights and the hype, only to come back again with the same old nonsense we have grown accustomed to in your world. Wow. That was pretty brutal, I know. That's brutal. brutal. That was was good. I don't agree. Good journalism right there. Scott, I love you. Okay. Now, before we start to salivate over Kevin Holland, Charles Oliveira, and and the future of boxing that is this weekend... Um, Allow me to introduce myself. I'm Mr. Mark Allen David, and with me, as always, are the two men who stifle my pride and have the honor of being the real reason why this show works. They are the jelly on your gluten-free, organic, non-GMO, whole wheat toast topped with dairy-free, fat-free, no-sugar-added, locally-sourced, and small-business-approved whipped butter that only a person alive in 2020 
could truly love. Yeah, Please put your hands together for Mr. Wesley Edwards and DJ Trevor Owens. Thank me. Thank me. Thank me all. I'm just saying. <laughs> Scott, I mean, check your nails. Brutal. Bro. Check your nails. Brutal. Brutal. That was, it that. was brutal. <laughs> Gonna watch my movie with Mark. I'm gonna watch a Christmas movie, but it's not Christmas as in a good movie. It's Christmas as in Christmas Slay. It's a Slayer movie, so it's Christmas Slay, but it's well, it's scary because it's just Slay. It's not a sleigh ride, but it's a sleigh and like with like a knife thing. But anyway, then go see Mark. Gonna play. Gonna go watch him. Mark. Mark, was that, was that you? I got, I got Christmas Day, the, the Sasha movie. It's going to be amazing. Mark, is, Mark, is that you? Mark, is it Is it Santa Claus? Is it Santa Claus and he's got a knife? Who is it? Who? Who? Mark! Mark! Oh, sorry, Mark. I, 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 you're already watching. You're watching the Christmas story. Is that the one where the kid gets to sink st- the BB gun bullet stuck in his eye? That is horrible. That, that's horrible, Mark. Anyway, sorry. I didn't know it was you. I didn't mean to interrupt the movie. We can watch. We can watch the Christmas day after that. I went. Okay. Bye. I, I just we'll watch it later. Okay. I'm gonna go in the living room. Bye. 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 All right, gentlemen. That's right, gentle. Because you both are gentle and men because you're men. And that equates to gentlemen. This weekend, we've got an incredible free fight night on the, on, on the old ESPN app, if I may. Uh, watching it on the ESPN app. Let me just run down some of these real quick. Marlon, uh, you got Marias versus Font. You've got Pajeda versus Williams. Dude, if you guys don't know who Chaos Williams is, first of all, his first name's Chaos. And the fact that he looks like he's mad all the time should should be enough for you to tune in Saturday night to watch him fight Mikel Pajeda. Remember, you guys know Mikel Pajeda, right? Uh, my member podcast nation. This is the guy that does the crazy flips off the cage and the crazy roundhouse kicks, wheelhouse kicks, just weird, but very entertaining. By the uh, way, one of the one Mr. of the greatest names in in the sport, Chaos. Chaos, <laughs> right? So great. It's, it's like a Chris Moneymaker. When he was uh, the 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 uh, poker player, like, mm. could it be any better? Yes, I get that no. reference, Mark. We've got we've got Aldo, former featherweight champion, against our boy Cheeto Vera, who's in our intro. Mm. He's been there for many years, and uh, we're, we th- <laughs> we we're grateful for that. Uh, but he's fighting. Th- this is an interesting fight. And then, last but not least, we've got Jeff Neal versus Stephen. Wonderboy Thompson, both have not fought in almost a year. Actually, both over a little over a year. Mark, this is a really fun card for free. Just right off the top of your head, what are you looking forward to the most with this particular card? Because every fight you can make a case. This is a fu- this is fun. I want to see this one. Which is the one for you? So yeah, uh, man, uh, Thompson uh, versus Neil is super exciting. And Neil's got, you know, he's like 
what is he, six or seven fight win streak right now. He's nine wins by TKO. His last loss was by TKO, but it was, I mean, it was to Kevin Holland. So, you know, like this is, this is someone who's coming to the game in in this particular situation is expectation is what we've got right here. But then it's Wonder Boy. And then it's Wonder yeah. Boy, right? So, yep. I mean, it's a little bit different because you're, you're coming in. So, Neil's a guy who is a finisher against Wonder Boy, who is definitively, by his record, a decision fighter. I mean, so he's, he, I think he's gotten eight, nine, ten decisions in his career. Um, and that's the bulk of his career. So, at the end of the day, for me, I'm all about Neil on this one. I think he's going to be the finisher. I think that he's going to put a little bit of a right. period on Wonder Boy. It seems kind of, I don't want to say it's obvious, but oh. but either way, it makes for a very exciting fight and it makes for a great opportunity for both fighters. Mm-hmm. So Trevor, based on what Mark said, two, two questions. One, I, I want to know which fight you're looking forward to the most, but but is Mark right? Does Jeff Neal get this done or is Wonderboy still 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 our favorite nice guy? Is he well, still we our lo- favorite in MF? We love, uh, we love Wonderboy. I mean, he's love definitely a warrior. Man, those wars that he had with Tyrone Woodley were so close and so action-packed. But, you know, 37 years old, I don't know, man. He hadn't looked too good in his last couple of fights. He did win his last fight. But I think uh, I think Neil's going to keep that winning streak rolling. So I think he's going to win. Question number two was, who? what am I looking forward to the most? And that is the Aldo and Cheetah Vera fight. Yes, who are you picking? I'm picking. You, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta watch out when you're trying to kick with a kicker. You got a Cheeto Bear <laughs> oh, on that one. Oh, yes. man, he's six in the last seven. I mean, that's fantastic. I mean, his good his, stuff, man. Uh, d- yeah, Vera, six in the last seven, man. He's 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 my man all the way. I agree totally, Trevor, hundred uh, percent. This past weekend, gentlemen. Oh man, this UFC, this UFC was incredible. I can't. We, we, we talked last week about this very thing, about how much we love the sport and what these fighters give to us. This last weekend, it was no different. And we had some memorable moments and some things that stick out to us. You know, Gon is a guy that's, that was 6-0 coming into this fight with Dos Santos. Kickboxer, but yet he's got three submission wins, mm-hmm. right? And then he jabs Dos Santos with just this crushing jab and ultimately leads to the elbow strike that that ult, that you know that that was the beginning of the end for DeSantos. Was that a legal strike? Was that a legal strike to you because there's a lot of people who don't think that it was. There's a lot of people who think that that it is. What what's your thoughts? Intention. It has to do with intention. I don't think it was intended to be an illegal strike. Obviously, and here's the one thing, it's the same thing in boxing. Don't turn around. Don't turn don't away turn from around. <laughs> don't turn around. Is that an Ace of Base song? Is that an Ace of Base song? <laughs> don't turn around. Who, who sung that? Listen, here's the bottom line. Face your opponent. If you're going to turn around, you're going to get hit in the back of the head. That's not your opponent's fault. And I don't, I, honestly, even even with that said, I mean, I looked at it enough times. Yeah, I took a clip in the back of the ear. I don't think it was a, an illegal strike. I it, Again, it has to do with intention and it has to do with position. I don't see it being a problem. And it doesn't really matter. He was going to lose anyway. It was pretty obvious. He he got hurt real bad. And that's the reason why. I don't know if he did it consciously or unconsciously the way he turned. But when you're moving forward and you're attacking, you're trying to close out a fight. 
I mean, again, face your opponent. But I don't think that Dos Santos was even coherent to, enough to face his opponent. I think he was out on his feet with that jab. And I think that that ultimately, like, I don't think he was purposefully, like, looking down to sort of to the side. I think I think he had gotten rattled. But Gone is looking good. I would love to see him fight a guy like Tom Aspinall. Like, guys who are, like, really elite strikers, which is really fun for the heavyweight division to have these guys who are, who are coming in with, with a background that's really dominant in in the stand-up trevor does the santos need to retire uh, absolutely no question about it he's done i did want to disagree with mark like i usually do I- intent doesn't matter you got to follow go. the rules i mean you got to follow the rules so I-, I will say that i don't think that it was an illegal strike because it wasn't blatantly like on the back of the head it was you know kind of the side to the back of the head and it wasn't going to affect the outcome of the fight anyway dos santos was not going to win that fight at that point Moving on to the next fight, we got we got Miss Mackenzie Dern. She looked great. She actually, what's great about this when you have two world champion jiu-jitsu players, it, they force each other to have a stand-up fight. And this was actually a pretty pretty amazing war. I think Mackenzie Dern won the fight well. It was very easy to, to decide who won that fight. Sky's the limit for her. I thought she looked great. Now, to, last week we talked about Mr. Marvin Vittori because no one's been talking about Vittori except for the My MMA podcast. We've been talking about him for months because we know who we knew who he was. We know how valuable he was. But I'll be honest with you guys. I didn't see Kevin Holland coming. I, I didn't see this coming. I saw him winning some fights, but I didn't see Trevor, a guy that was on the contender series is threatening Jacare, a multiple time world champion in jiu-jitsu with a triangle choke or a triangle. And then he got him somewhat in an arm bar situation. And then he got him in a sort of a one arm guillotine choke. And it was like, how in the world is this guy that we didn't even know about five, six months ago, you know, playing the jiu-jitsu game with one of the best players on the planet when it comes to, to, to the ground. What were your thoughts on Mr. Kevin Holland with his 81-inch reach against Jacare? <laughs> you saw a weathered fighter lose. You know, we see this all the time. You know, Jacare's been in some wars, and he's 41 years old. He's taking a punishment, and you just saw him not be competitive. So Kevin Holland is definitely on a tear right now. And he was the much better fighter. So you're right. When Jacare was a bit younger, he probably wouldn't have had a problem with him on the ground. But at this age and this point in his career, you can obviously see he's a step slower and he falls right into that Junior Dos Santos category. It's probably time to hang him up, man. This is a brutal sport. This is not tennis. You can't play this till you're 80, okay? There's a point where your body just won't compete it is just too brutal of a sport. Not to, so, jump, so we're not talking, to jump the gun, but uh, I mean, tell that to Yul Romero. Just making a point. <laughs> <laughs> just saying, just saying, guys. He's forty three. Hey, Ken Shamrock. Ken Shamrock. Shamrock, who, by the way, is still a contender. Carry on. <laughs> on TNA Impact or no. whatever, whatever station no, there. He's going to compete. That stupid wrestling thing is on right now. But anyway, kudos to him if he's still out there wrestling, making money. You know, God bless him. Look, kudos to Mike Tyson for creating a legends division for fighting, and Ken Shamrock can make a comeback. Trevor. So there you go. By the way, Sting, <laughs> Sting made a comeback. 
Speaking of professional wrestling, come on. That took me back to 11 years old. I was like, oh, it was fantastic. He's it was just wonderful. He's 61 years old. He's 61 years old. Young. He's going to have to get another. Young. He's going to have to get another baseball bat so that he can even himself out to walk to the ring without falling. Well, what do you guys do with Kevin Holland? What do you do with him? I mean, he beat Jacare, and that's 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 is that is a feather in his cap. And I love the fact that he was calling out Izzy. I love the fact that he does not shut up. He's definitely fun to fun fun to listen to. But what do you think, Trevor? Who, who do you give to that guy? Derek Brunson. Let's see that fight. I like that fight. I like that fight too. I like that fight. It, I think the bottom line is give him one more. Let him step up. Give him one more and solidify the name so that he has an opportunity because he's two fights two legitimate fights to some sort some sort of contention so he needs he needs a couple names underneath him for sure now i briefly want to mention this weekend boxing's got got some big names fighting we've got triple g fighting we've got canelo fighting and this past weekend we had anthony joshua beat Polov in a pretty one-sided beatdown. he won by a ko which ultimately will set up a Tyson Fury fight. So we definitely want to make mention of our boxing, our, our boxing buddies over there because they're they're killing it right now. Boxing is killing it right now at the end right. of 2020. Well done, well done, boxing. Now moving on real quick to Bellator, what, guys. Here's what I love about this. <laughs> I know Mark was kind of making fun of it, and we're kind of talking about Scott Coker with the signing of Yoel Romero, the signing of Rumble Johnson. The light heavyweight division in Bellator just got very interesting. Now you've got Nimkov, the champ. Listen to this. Listen to this lineup, guys. This this is very competitive to the light heavyweight division in the UFC. Now, I'm not saying that, you know, fighter for fighter, Bellator is going to compete with the UFC. But let me just let me just roll down this list right here. Just imagine if they created a, a tournament, which Scott Cooker is known for, with Nim, Nimkov, the champ, Ryan Bader, Lyoto Machida, Phil Davis, Yoel Romero, Anthony Johnson, Mr. Rumble himself. You got Gegard Mousasi because he used to be a light heavyweight, and now you've got Corey Anderson who is fighting in Bellator now. That that's an incredible top eight guys that you could make a fun tournament. But just off the top of your head, Mark, out of those names, if you were just to flip a coin and say that's who's going to win, who wins an eight man bracket tournament between Nimkov, Bader, Machida, Davis, Romero, Mousasi, and Corey Anderson? Do you have an eight sided coin, Mark? Do you you have one of those an eight-sided coin okay so who wins who wins mark <laughs> actually I, I it would not shock me at all as much as i made the joke about it or or whatever i would not shock me at all if yul romero is the light heavyweight champion of bellator and i'll tell you why <laughs> i know i know but here's <laughs> the reason great. why because he is maybe the most durable fighter that we've seen in the sport in the last 15 years. It's amazing to me that he can be at the age that he is and still be a contender, still finds mm-hmm. a way to win. Sure. Now, now here's the deal. He has not had a great run here in the last, you know, couple years. But he finds a way to win. Now, also look at the competition. Again, what well, we talked about that. Is Ryan Bader going to be real competition at light heavyweight? I don't think that he is. I think that that's not something that we really have to look at. So does Ro- Yo Romero have a chance? And then just asking this, what we're talking about this with uh, Rumble Johnson and Yo Romero. I think that Yo Romero beats Rumble Johnson time over time. You know, I think that's a no-brainer to me. Um, again, it has to do with durability, and it has to do with the, the ability to find a way to win. And if you look back at his record, I mean, it's pretty substantial. 
But again, man, this guy is an absolute warrior. And I don't want to say that. It's a better way to say it. He's like a utilitarian warrior. He keeps coming forward. He finds a way to win. And regardless of what you think that you that, that he might have the ability to do, he always shocks you. So I'm, I'm actually going to I'm going to go with the old on this one. Trevor, Nimkov, Bader, Machida, Davis, Romero, Rumble, Masasi and Anderson, as in Corey Anderson. Who who wins? Depends who wins on, that? Depends. It just depends on how quickly they give uh, Yol a shot and push him. I mean, they can't wait two years and build him up. Like, they've got Agreed. to... Yeah, good point. They got to throw him in there. You know what I mean? Right away. And I do think he can compete at that level. And, you know, he's a better, he's a better wrestler than Ryan Bader, you know. But... Ryan Bader's not as old as Yoel Romero, so I don't know. Who wins that? Who do you think I mean, wins that tournament? I'll, Are you saying Yoel wins that tournament as well? I don't think so. I don't think because if 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 it's an eight man tournament, it's going to last over a year, and Yoel's going to be too old. So I don't think so. I'm going to pick like I'm going to pick Bader again. I think he's going to dig deep and and come back strong in that division and prove why he's the champion that he is. Yeah. Well, Nim- Nimkov's tough. Uh, he's gonna be a he's gonna be a tall order. If if I'm picking, I'm I'm probably going with the champ. Nimkov is, is sure. tough, but I I would love yeah, to see Bader logical. do his thing. Makes though. sense. I would love to see Bader do his thing. Oh boy, this Christmas time got lots of eggnog. Gotta go pee. Here we go, hanging out with Trevor. But I gotta pee. Here, here we go. Oh man, I drank way too much, way too much eggnog. Just no brandy though, so that's good. But anyway, uh, I just. Oh, man. Okay, long zipper. I got a long zipper. Anyway, gonna go hang out with Trevor and watch movie and say Merry Christmas, cause that's not offensive. People want to say it's offensive, but it's not offensive. Just being nice and Merry Christmas. You may gonna watch that movie with Trevor. We're gonna watch a Christmas movie, and I think it's gonna be. Is somebody in the bathroom with me? Hey, is somebody in the bathroom with me? Is that a silhouette in the shower curtain? Is it Santa? <laughs> it looks like you have a knife! No! 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 Wait, wait. is it Trevor that was you? Trevor that was you the whole time. Hey, you ready to watch a movie? You ready to ready to watch it's a wonderful life it's got it's got jimmy stewart in it and he's he's mean the co-main event this past weekend we we definitely saw two fighters in the crossroads of their careers (laughs) yes we saw charles Oliveira. Do something to Tony Ferguson that we have never seen anyone do in Tony's entire career. What a fight. What a fight. It was so good. It was so good. Did you mean break his arm in half? Is that what you meant? Is that what you were Uh, alluding to? So just give me your thoughts on Tony's arm and how you think it's doing as of Wednesday. I'll say, I'll say, I'll say it real simple. Are are the still intact? I was absolutely shocked. I was after that 
after he stretched that arm out so hard and did that transition stretch. And I'm like, wow, like I was literally like throwing the towel. He can't move his arm. And he slowly came back to utilize the arm and stuck in the entire time. And I was like, oh, oh man, what I a watch. warrior. Because I, you, turned, I turned my head. You could see right after that, he could not use the arm. And he slowly got it back and he and he did a great job of handling himself um, from the ground. It was pretty amazing. Absolutely phenomenal. I, I, I You have nothing but respect for the guy, that's for sure. But he got handled, for sure. But Trevor, was this another fighter that's aging or is this the coming out party for for charles Oliveira? is charles Oliveira just that good or is tony just getting old i say i say a little bit of both tony even admitted that he's not reaching his dark place uh, i don't think tony's i don't think he's on his verge of retiring but i would say he's going to have to drop a little bit in competition and <laughs> this is how stacked that division is i'm thinking about a paul felder fight what do you think about that and if that's a drop in talent that tells you how stacked that division is because paul felder is an amazing fighter dan hooker's an amazing fighter that's a but i think huge point that is i think those two guys could really make a name for themselves if they beat somebody like tony ferguson but you also got right, like right you know kevin lee down there maybe kevin lee gets another shot at uh greatness and fights tony ferguson you know what i mean so i but i would i probably wouldn't drop tony that far it'd probably be paul felder or dan hooker one of those two really makes sense to me i think it's fair to say though that uh, Oliveira absolutely shocked everyone with the level that he came in in this fight for sure i think there was definitely some 10 eight rounds in oh that fight. except me Except no, except he didn't shock me because remember I called it. Do you remember that from last week's podcast oh where I called that he was going to win every time? I just thought I'd every time mention Trevor. that. Every uh, this I was is neutral. like elite level. Elite I was neutral. Level. I was neutral. I was neutral. I'm, so, I'm, I'm solely uh, making. Mark the was the point. only one. Mark was the only one that was wrong last week. Just wanted to throw that out there. So Mark was the only one. Okay. Well, I'll I'll live don't ever say that again. Don't never look. I just want to say that even I. I agree. Yes, you won. That he that, that he won. I just don't think that anybody expected expected him to come in at that level. I just don't think that anybody saw what he 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 came in at such a level it was ridiculous. Like he just made Tony Ferguson almost look like like he was two steps below him. It was pretty phenomenal. phenomenal. And there were so many great things inside that fight. Yeah, Charles Charles has been showing that he's an incredible fighter and he needed he needed a marquee name to allow people to see what his skill that was. And and that happened. So why are you guys leaving out my boy Ally Aquinta? Don't you think Tony Ferguson versus Ally Aquinta would be a I think banger? He's good. I mean, it's a good fight, but is it a good Come fight on. right I now? I thought about that, but he's he's rated at ten. Yes, it's a great he's fight rated right at now. Ten though. Do you drop Tony that far? That's the point. Yes. I don't think you drop him that far in the rankings though. I think you have to go with you know Hooker or Felder. You know, just just out of respect for Tony, you can't throw a number ten at him. Yeah, that's that's exactly think, what I'm thinking. I don't think I think yeah, you certainly right couldn't. You certainly couldn't put Chelsea in a title fight with John Jones. Oh, but wait, they did. They did that. So I think Tony and Al Quinta would be good for Tony. Yeah, uh, because Al's interviews are yeah, just, so memorable. Do you remember that one when he, <laughs> oh, wait, you don't. Yeah, that's great. 
But he has a great name, though. I'll give him that. He does. He has one of those kind of kind of mafia names, you know. Like you don't want to mess with that guy. And he, I like it. The only reason I would say that I that I'm picking them like on a, on a, on a real like opinion here is because I don't want to see Tony fight Paul Felder because I do think Paul Felder would win, and I think Tony is a guy that's on a two fight losing streak that needs to get his mojo back to get back in the game. And I think that if you're going to put him up against a Paul Felder or a Dan Hooker or any of those guys, they're going to win. And if Tony goes on a three-fight losing streak, we we may, Trevor, we may forever lose the Tony Ferguson versus Khabib matchup that you so desperately want. Oh, so you, you want to match him up with marquee names that allows him to get his confidence back. And then after he beats an Iaquinta or even like Kevin Lee, after he beats them again, now let's put him up against Paul Felder and then let's put him up if against Paul Felder top. fights Tony Ferguson. Obviously, Paul Felder wins the fight. But he loses by decision. That's just what's <laughs> going to happen. Listen, I mean, it's just like we already know that's, that's going to happen. That's an obvious. Do you see what I'm doing in the camera? This is me waving the white flag. I officially don't think Tony Ferguson and Khabib ever happens now. This is me. Here it is. The white flag. It's over. There's my hopes and dreams of that happening. And to be honest, it's already lost its luster after Tony's lost two well, fights. In plus, a Dana making comment about it just this last week kind of pulled it out of the uh, the mind's eye of a lot of fans. So ugh, that was kind of brutal. Well, that was brutal. Well, Charles Oliveira, I, I, the fight's not been signed yet, but Michael Chandler... Uh, versus Justin Gaethje looks like it could be a fight that's coming down the pipe. I actually would love to see Oliveira fight the winner of that fight, and then he gets a shot at the shot I at like it. Dust, Dustin or Connor or whoever they're going to allow to fight for the championship. From the makers of the My MMA Mouthguard, we have the My MMA Cup, the premium what Brandon Marino wished he was wearing heavy duty style. This cup is made of twisted steel. You are advised not to wear these during weigh-ins or laying on your back during a lightning storm. But wait, order right now and we will send you the Joe Son is the creepiest guy ever style. This cup is made of eggshells and is guaranteed to crack. But wait, order right right now and this style will also come with a pro like Keith Hackney to do a free demonstration on how the cup will not withstand any martial art. The My MMA Cup. If they go down low to the hospital, they will a go. To order the My MMA Cup, call 1-800-746 C-U-P-P. Again, that's 1-800-746-C-U-P-P. Or go to www.howdidbrandonmarinogetbackup.com forward slash keithhackney.com. Guys, the main event <laughs> this past weekend. First of all, is this not the greatest flyweight fight in the history of flyweights? Uh, absolutely uh, 100% and who called it last week that we were gonna have potentially the fight of the year that was right that here was on the my MMA podcast I think it was Wes that said that right no Tre Trevor was giving us giving the whole all of us credit even oh, though okay. he said it it was like an indirect way of giving himself credit by allowing us to all participate in his win <laughs> by calling that out it's <laughs> trying to be humble and I failed <laughs> <laughs> so I rewatched this fight you you now, had to rewatch this fight. You had to. No, I re I rewatched it to score it. I wasn't watching it for fun. I wanted to rewatch it to get my emotions out of it. Okay. I ended up scoring this fight based on the point deduction that happened in round three. I gave the fight to Moreno. I originally I originally thought that 
Figueroa, uh, Figueroa won won the third round, but after watching after watching it, I feel like uh, Marino won the third round, which gave him two, three, and four with Figgy winnings, winning rounds one and five. So to me, I, I don't think it's a robbery, but I do think that Moreno deserved to get the nod, uh, especially with the point deduction. But even without the point deduction, I, I think that he won the third round. That being said, Trevor, should they run this back immediately? Or does Davidson need a marquee name like Cody No Love to, to help put his name on the map more to build up to a Moreno rematch down the road? Or do you think they need to run it back right now? Man, as a fan, I would love to see them run it back. But here's the thing, though. We've been running it back. We've had rematches. Everybody, Every time there's a great epic fight, everybody cries, rematch, rematch. I want to see it again. I want to see it again. I think there's something to be said about distance making the heart grow fonder. You know what I mean? So I'm all for Figgy fighting somebody else. And then Marino fighting somebody else. And then if they both win to pair them up, kind of like Max Holloway and Volkanovsky, you know. But I, I, I will say that it's a little bit different because I don't feel like that Max Holloway fight was as debatable. I thought he won. I thought most people thought he won. This one was pretty right. close. A lot of people think that Figgy won right. and should be the fighter of the year. And I think he should be the fighter of the year. But I don't know. I mean, we just saw Figgy fight twice. You know what? I mean, does he need to fight the same opponent twice again? I don't think so. I think we put him against different matchups. And I like the Cody No Love fight to give a former champion. And then, you know, I think that builds up his reputation even more because he is he is on a hot streak right now. And he's getting a lot of airtime now that the pandemic happened. So, you know, Figgy could be a star, man. Mark, I feel like you want to say something to Trevor right now. I, I, I want to say it. that mixed martial arts is not the notebook. So I know that you want <laughs> distance to make the heart grow fonder but i also want to tell you that how often do you see a majority draw in mixed martial arts especially when it's so razor thin and by the way we haven't even talked about the fact that this point deduction was crap it was absolute garbage again we talked about this earlier you say oh was that strike illegal was it intentional? I can't believe that you got a point taken away on the first quote unquote low blow. It was completely unintentional. Where did that come from? No one's talking about that. It's absolutely absurd. And the fact that that could have brought the fight to Moreno as a win, like we have to run it back. We absolutely have to run it back immediately. It's, it's, it's Ryan Gosling, Trevor. Wait, you wait, you know the characters? You know the char- I've never seen that movie. Mm, that's why Trevor's so so just straightforward, Mark. <laughs> I mean, what do you what, want? I'm sorry, that's What do you want? What oh do gosh. you want? What do you Is want? This from the movie? Is this from he's, the movie? Is yeah, this he's from the yeah, yeah, he's okay. quoting. He's quoting the movie. Yeah. Hey, yeah. and you know what? I was asking episode, Trevor a simple question. On episode so. two hundred of the My MMA podcast, <laughs> or whatever we decide to call it, I still won't know what he's talking about. I was talking mm. about Marino getting an um, actual shot as opposed to getting absolutely. I can't think. I was trying to think of a polite word. Screwed over in this fight because that was a <laughs> bunch of nonsense. Is what it was. How was it? How did he get uh, screwed over? Because he actually got an extra point. He got an extra point. He should have won easily if he, you know, he didn't get screwed over. He lost. <laughs> I, I know. I watched it. <laughs> that's the that's the logic. He just lost. Well, we well, actually, can no Drew, longer. Right? 
we can no longer say that the flyweight division is boring or not competitive or there's only one guy at the top. This reminds no, me very, not. very, very much uh, like the lightweight division. It was Jens Pulver for a long time until BJ Penn showed up. And then when BJ Penn showed up and then go down the list, the Sean Shirks of the world start to enter the game and you, it starts to create momentum. And next thing you know, you got a Frankie Edgar who's beating those guys. And then who beats Frankie? Edgar? It's just, I love it. It's just one of those things where we get a chance to watch this division develop because it needed the right champion at the top. You, and to you draw, said that, I think it was probably seriously like nine months ago having that conversation with us. And, you're, and you had said that we just need the right guy in here to push this division division and also to have the ufc behind them i'm a figgy fan i'm a reno fan you can't, can't say I you was can't a not fan be a figgy fan i mean um uh, if you're gonna take on two fights in four weeks i mean come on uh, overrated underrated overrated underrated the way it's got to be you gotta make your point known even if you disagree and if the judge likes your answers you'll win eventually so overrated underrated a game for you and me all right, all you couch warriors. I'm just kidding. That was my Mark Allen David impression. Uh, this is this is over. What was that? We'll talk about that later. This is overrated, underrated holiday edition part two. We have a lot to get through here, so no soliloquies here, and we'll get started right away. This is the holiday edition. We'll start with Mark Allen David on this one. What? Which scene of these two Christmas movies is funnier? Is it Clark Griswold when the lights aren't working and he's kicking the deer and chopping them and kicking Santa Claus? Or is it the Christmas story when the younger brother couldn't put his arms down in that coat? (laughs) Which one's funnier, Mark Allen David? (laughs) Those are both G's. I'm going to go with uh, when this little kid couldn't put his hands down in the giant (laughs) coat. It's just so hysterical. I just not even I like I don't have a really good reason other than just to be like, dude, it's so funny <laughs> when his mom's trying to push his arms down, they keep right. popping back up, and she's shoving him out the door. <laughs> oh man! Even though it, it's not, it, I grew up in Florida, so it's definitely not my childhood by any stretch you of the beat imagination. Me to it. But I actually kind of wanted to have that in my life. Like I wanted to have way too many clothes on. You, you so really funny. beat me to that because Absolutely. I was thinking, man, hundred percent. I go with the Christmas my story. Childhood. <laughs> All right, wow. Wes, what are you picking? I mean, I think Mark talked for probably five minutes. Jeez, on that. I thought these were short answers, guys. I've never seen either one of these movies. Mark wins this round. I apologize. Never seen either one of them. You've never seen a Christmas story? I have not. I definitely <laughs> win. That's the most. Is this the kid that I've gets shot in the eye with a BB gun? Yes. Yeah, I Wesley. I saw that one. I saw that Was one, it? but I've never actually seen the whole movie. So no, I, Mark wins that round. Sorry, guys. Oh my gosh, that uh, is Wesley. You lose in life. Here we go. All right. Worst Christmas movie villain. Have you seen It's a Wonderful Life, Wesley? Have you seen that one? 35 years ago, maybe? Okay, good. Seven years ago? Well, let me recap it, since you might not remember. There was a evil banker that was trying to make it really hard on George to succeed, and most of the town, he kind of owned everything. Uh, so that's one of the villains, and the other one is Scrooge. Have you seen Scrooge, Wesley? Have you seen yep. that movie? Three yep. Uh, yep. ghosts come in the middle of the night. All right, Wesley, yep. out of those two, which one is the worst Christmas villain? Uh, Scrooge. 
Scrooge because he's really bad to his employees and he's, you know, look, Bill Murray was not a nice guy. <laughs> That's Scrooge, duh. I know. That's Scrooge. <laughs> but I can answer how I want to. <laughs> well, I do love Bill Murray. And he likes Boone, by the way. Mark, what do you got? Okay, um, you cut out, actually. Sorry about that. What was the first one? Mr. Potter from It's a Wonderful Life, The Banker, or Scrooge. Which one's the worst Christmas villain? Ooh, that's hard. Um, I'm going to go with Mr. Potter because um, I think... Oh, man, that's the one that's the, that's the most painful. He he took down an entire town. He he stole from an entire community and had to be saved. You know, it just wasn't just wasn't just one one man's heart. It was it was an entire town. Ugh. Mark, if you if you imitate George Bailey, you will win this round. OK, it's, uh, what is it? Uh, uh, you want the moon? <laughs> the moon. I'll reach out and. Lasso the back. Are, are we at Vittori's? <laughs> Did we just go to Vittori's right now? Welcome to the moon. You reach around, you lasso it down, you bring it home. Welcome to the moon. <laughs> That's good enough for me. Mark, you win that round too. All right. Uh, here's an overrated, underrated for you, Wesley. Is Charlie Brown Christmas overrated or underrated? Is it still relevant or not? It went to Apple TV. It's not on network TV anymore. I think it's on PBS, but overrated, underrated Charlie Brown Christmas. Uh, it's definitely underrated. They still they still tell the story of the real meaning of Christmas, guys. They don't talk about no Santa. They talk about our Lord and Savior, guys. Come on. Mark, what do you think? The Charlie Charlie Brown, underrated. Well, it's, it's definitely underrated. I just can't believe Wes has actually seen it. Because apparently he's not seen any other <laughs> Christmas movie ever in the history of ever. So, you know what? He needs a round, though. Let's just toss it to Wes on this one. It's Charlie Brown Christmas. I own it. He doesn't. I care. He doesn't. He still wins. Yeah, definitely. Every time that Linus gives that speech, I, I definitely get a tear in my eye. I, I cannot watch that without getting a tear mm-hmm. in my eye when yep. lights, please. Yep. All right. Uh, Mark Allen David, real Christmas trees or fake Christmas trees? Which one are you picking? Real Christmas trees, 100%. They're a lot harder to manage, but they give that ambient smell of Christmas and they make you feel like it's happening. Like there's that little pine in the air. Oh, it's so awesome. Again, a little bit harder to manage, but, you know, it, it means you're putting the effort in to truly put forth something in your house and your family for Christmas. You got to go with the real one. I've, I've, All right, Wesley, what you got? I feel like it's overrated uh, because they cost a f- fortune to get. They, the, If you don't treat them correctly, the leaves die and go all over your carpet. And it, also, there's pine sap. That sucks. You ever got that on your hand before? That's not It's not good. It's sticky and it's gross. Uh, people, people in 2020, fake Christmas trees look like real ones, but they don't die. Because they're That's already what a tree good. skirt is for. And if you need a pine smell, just get some Febreze with the pine flavor in it and spray it all over your house and Don't have we the have same pine thing. Pine flavor? It's... <laughs> yes, they do. Yes, they do. I have a, eating I have a candle. Salt? What are you doing? <laughs> I have a candle that has that's a pine flavor. I don't even know what you, you call it. Literally, just smells like pine. Meth addiction. Stop it. <laughs> just stop. It's Christmas. 
Oh it's my Christmas. gosh. Oh man. Well, first of all, it wasn't overrated, underrated West. There was actually a pick between Christmas trees and fake trees. So that was interesting. <laughs> Why does the chose to uh, say Mark, that it was overrated? <laughs> I chose to say it was overrated because that's what I wanted to say. I okay. knew that. Well, that's fine. <laughs> hey Mark, do you remember in Christmas vacation where they had that pine sap scene? Uh, that was funny, and Wesley doesn't know about it because <laughs> Squirrel! he's ridiculous and hasn't seen Christmas Vacation. Anyway, I can't believe you haven't uh, seen Wesley, Christmas Vacation. I'm going to give you that vacation. round though because that is so absurd. How do you even win anything? I'm going to give you that round. I'm going to give you that round because we have a fake tree and we're going to have one this year. Uh, real trees are fantastic, but sometimes you got to take a break, man. It's a lot of work to Fair go enough. out, cut those things, pay a lot of money, and then you don't get to use it next year. It's done. Fair it's enough. It's like, what do you do after? You're done with it. Anyway, and they cause a lot of house fires. Anyway. Overrated. uh, Next one. Next one, uh, Mark Allen David. Overrated, underrated. Candy canes. What you think? Are they overrated or underrated? I think they're underrated because a lot of people think of candy canes as the standard kind of mint style, but you can choose whatever you want to. And you know what? Candy canes are perfect for the tree, for the stocking. Everybody loves a candy cane, and there's not any child, except for probably Wes, who apparently doesn't like Christmas, um, that hasn't had one of those great big candy cane sticks that you got Hmm. on Christmas, and you were like, oh, that was so perfect. Definitely 100% underrated. I feel like you just described meth addiction. (laughs) <laughs> no, you can't use my joke. What? Where are we going with this podcast? <laughs> but I mean, it sounded very, very eerily similar to the same thing. Man, come on, they're overrated. It's they're they're like they're like number eight on the top candies and things to eat for, for the holidays. Reese's peanut butter cups. Uh, it just it, peppermint is just not a great flavor. And the, and, and the fact that they push it on you in every store, everywhere you go, gas stations, Walmart, Target, doesn't matter. You're getting force-fed candy canes, and we don't need them. We don't need them. But you know what there we do There has never been a person in Reese's the history of peanut the butter world cups. that has been force-fed a candy cane. I just want to say yeah, that out loud. You know what? You know what? How do you know? You've never interviewed everybody. You know everybody. what I have seen? You've not interviewed every human being. I've seen someone take a candy cane and realize they've been force-fed joy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but what if they weren't? What if they didn't want joy? What if they needed the goodness of that Reese's peanut butter cup, that peanut buttery chocolate covered goodness that's also mm. sweet, also lovely? Good, good effort. That's yeah, I'm with, the one we should push. Ding, ding, ding. I'm with Wes on this one. Candy canes are definitely overrated. And I was force fed many peppermints going to church. Thank you. Uh, See? Because my breath maybe wasn't where it needed to be. And somebody's like, hey, here's a peppermint. Well, you know what? My breath still smelled bad, but it had peppermint flavor to it. So there we go. Uh, here <laughs> we go. There we go. Let's keep let's keep it rolling here with that logic. Uh, wrapped presents or bags, Wesley? What you picking? Do you like to wrap your Christmas presents, or do you put them in a bag? No, let's wrap them, because I got kids, and it's way more fun to, to watch your kids rip open a box that's got this wrapping paper around it, because they're, they're, just, they're the anticipation of what's underneath that paper. A bag, it just it's over. But with wrapping paper, if you're a parent and you're smart, you'll put enough tape on there to make it hard, just so you can get a good laugh out of them, but at the end of the day watching their faces come on wrapping paper all day what you got mark 
I'm going with wrapping paper too, but I'm going to claim it because I've had kids longer and the way that you said it, Wes, was quite condescending. Honestly. Yes, I have <laughs> children too. Okay. I am a parent, Wes. Anyway, wrapping paper wrap off anytime you <laughs> right, want well, to. Ding, just ding, throw ding. it down. All right. Well, both of you guys win, and I put my <laughs> gifts in bags, and now I feel like a terrible father. So let's move on. <laughs> Doesn't matter that I put expensive gifts in there, but a twenty-eight cent wrapping paper makes all the difference, apparently. <laughs> Wesley, which MMA guy is on the naughty list? Who's who's going to be on the naughty list? Santa's naughty list for MMA. Who are you putting at the top there? I can tell how interested you are in your question by the way your hand is drooping over most of your face. I'm trying to think who that would be. Mark, do you have anybody while Wes is sulking because he doesn't like my Wait, question? Uh, yeah, but I do have a, I, I, I have a qualifying question. Is it a general naughty list or is it a 2020 naughty list? Mm, tw- let's make it any time from here. Uh to previous so if there's something that's newer that's fine it jumps out at you it can be any time though mm, okay so wait am i going first or are we giving west somebody can answer the question anyone can answer the question here. i think i mean i don't want to go as like too generic and easy with it with the john jones that seems kind of too simple right there i mean pregnant women drugs i mean it's just kind of like how do we not go with John Jones on that one? Like, I mean, is it, I mean, you want me to go with something a little more creative? I mean, did you know anybody else who has done anything worse and still thinks he's that great? I mean, it's really difficult to find that guy. You know, I mean, maybe we could, we could put Josh Koscheck on the naughty list because of that weird hair. I don't know. That's just a thought. I'm just throwing something out there. Um, but it's gotta be John Jones a hundred percent for me. It's, think, uh, having thought about it, Jason Mayhem Miller slept naked oh, in a church. Oh, I just, I he slept naked that. in a church. I was thinking that. Uh, he's been I arrested for battery, that. for domestic abuse. I feel like you spent uh, that entire time Googling it just to see if you could figure it out. Like who's no, the most annoying came- or worst, yeah, yeah, you win. Wes wins on that one. Mayhem yeah. all the way. Wes, I was totally thinking mayhem. God, and he tweeted. Totally thinking and mayhem. he tweeted. Yeah, I should have thought of that. Look, he was tweeting about his standoff with the police. Like he's literally live tweeting while cops are standing on the other side of the house, mm-hmm. ready to barge in, and he's tweeting <laughs> that he's about they, to they did, get arrested. It's they did a real sports almost completely about his life. That was like Brian uh, Gumble did a whole real sports about him. Yeah, I, I'll, yeah, I'm sorry. I and also one of my favorite fighters of all time who just went south in a crazy way. Yeah, you win on that one. Mayhem. All right. John, although John Jones is a great pick. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. It was yeah, a great pick. it was too easy. I should. I should have lost on that one. It was just. It was low. The low hanging fruit was not witty enough. All right, we're gonna have a part three to this, so we will uh, pause it right there, and I will give an overall champion next week. Uh, we will go with um, uh, a draw here, just uh, in the spirit of Figgy and Marino. Wow, uh, is this the first draw we've ever well. had? 
Maybe. Maybe so. Wow. Wesley, I do have a, a, a bonus question, but it doesn't count for anything. <laughs> Does Aljamay Sterling have a snowball's chance against Roman Bravo Young in a wrestling match? No. <laughs> I mean, this is going to be... This Is is this going to be worse I love that response. Ben Askren um, wrestled Jordan Burroughs, no. or will it be somewhat more competitive? <laughs> It's interesting, right? It's interesting because we're going to watch. We're going to we want to see him wrestle, but come on, you've got a guy that's competitively training with the best guys on the planet in the sport of wrestling. Al Jermaine's training MMA and wrestles once a week, and he's okay, going to. I'll, st- I'll give you one that's actually kind of competitive. Can David Taylor beat Jordan Burroughs? Yes. 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 Yes, yes he can. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> But Willie, Willie, well, what what uh, what weight are they wrestling at? You know, <laughs> I don't. I know it's up. I think they're wrestling up. I don't right. think Burris is is, is cutting right. weight. Right. It is. So it if, is a tougher weight. Well, if they're doing Taylor's, you know, if they're at 186 or whatever it is, I I think Taylor the weight and just his basic fundamentals will be able to handle handle Jordan. At the same time, dude, Jordan Burroughs Jordan Burroughs is comeback king of of the last 10 years in the sport of wrestling i i don't know I, i'll be watching that's for sure i'll be watching it said 189.2 yep there you go so i think david taylor has every chance in the world to beat him at this weight class because because we're talking 25 pounds right now that that is above jordan's weight class so david and look he's a world champion you know what i mean it's They're not like are. i know They're but what i'm are. what i'm saying though it's not like david's trying to become a the man he is the man at that weight class so if if Jordan beats him, that will be surprising to me. How about that? Absolutely. And it's time for Mark to say, as always, ready, go. As always, we're super grateful to everyone who takes the time to listen to the show. We absolutely love feedback and engagement. So please give us your thoughts. And specifically, if you have any topic ideas you would like to hear about, please let us know on the My MMA Podcast Facebook page. And also, please take a minute to rate us on Apple, Spotify, or your platform of choice. It helps people find us, and gosh darn it, it absolutely and honestly makes us feel good about ourselves, too. We will be back next week with more fun and banter. We look forward to seeing you all then. We love you all, the My MMA Podcast Nation. Have a great week. Stay healthy. Happy holidays, and I hope whatever you're doing out there, you're having a blast doing it. Mm. Hey, and I got to apologize. I, I just have not watched a bunch of Christmas movies. Just I haven't even seen Die Hard 1. How about that? Dude, I got to... Hey, guys. Like Gremlins. Have you seen Gremlins? I've seen your ones, yes. It's beginning of it, cause I like Christmas everywhere I go. I can't wait for Mark and Trevor to come to my house and we're gonna watch Dexter because we like Dexter because he's a good, he's a good he's a good serial killer he's not he's not a bad one he he actually built he kills bad people he doesn't kill good people then we're gonna watch Dexter on our Christmas break they're gonna spend the night and they're gonna come over and we're gonna have cocoa pebbles in the morning and I know we're probably too young to watch Dexter but my mom doesn't know I got the DVDs hey wait 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 what mark mark or trevor is that are you guys did you guys already come here did, are you guys just playing this prank on me because i don't i hear noises but i don't see you i don't i don't see you mark or trevor is it you is it you no no no
Christmas time, guys. Welcome. Now my mom, my mom's not, she's, she's upstairs. She's not coming downstairs also. You guys can, you're just gonna hang out. Got Dexter putting in the DVD now. Got popcorn going. Got pizza on the way. It's gonna be ridiculous Christmas party time. Except we're not, it's not really a party. We're just watching DVD. Okay, anyway, I, it's gonna be fun in the morning too because we got, we got Cocoa Pebble. So, okay, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.